Today I'm reading chapter 4 of The Root of Rejection. Chapter 4 is Walls of Protection. The pain of emotional rejection is one of the worst kinds of pain a person can feel. When a person feels that he has been rejected, there is intense emotional pain. It hurts. I believe we work harder to avoid emotional pain than we do physical pain. Therefore, we build many elaborate defense systems to protect our emotions from the pain of rejection. Self-made walls are one such defense system. <clears throat> we put up an invisible but real wall between us and anyone who might be able to hurt us. One sweet girl wrote a letter to me recently and said that attending my seminars had changed her life. She said God really ministered to her one night when I taught about walls, she said. I realized that for years I've been trying to keep people out of my of my life simply because I am afraid of rejection. I would see somebody I knew in the grocery store and I would pretend not to see her and hurry to get away from her. I was afraid if I said something to her that she might reject me, then I would have to deal with the pain of rejection. You see, Satan works in many different ways to steal your freedom and your joy, these two go together. If Satan steals your freedom, he steals uh, your joy. He will end up living, you will end up living in a little box, always trying to do something to do what you think will be acceptable to everybody else. Never being led by the Holy Spirit within. The meaning of rejection. The word rejection means to be cast aside, to be thrown away as having no value. To be rejected means to be told, I don't want you. You have no value. You're not what I want. You're not right. When that happens to a person, it is very painful. God did not create us to be rejected. He created us to be accepted, loved, and valuable. There is nothing in our God-given nature that can accept being rejected. The Bible teaches us in Ephesians chapter 1 that we have been accepted and beloved. That's verse 6, King James Version. When we never have to worry about whether or not we are acceptable to God. If we believe in Jesus and receive Him as our Savior, there is always one person who will never reject us. He doesn't demand that we shape up and become perfect before him, he will accept us.
There is healing in just knowing that Jesus offers us unconditional love. Multiple millions of people on earth are told every day on earth today are receiving healing healing from wounds of rejection through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, you you can't get that anywhere else, no matter how many classes you go to or how many self-help books you read. I don't do, I don't believe you can be permanently healed from the wounds of abuse and rejection without a personal vital relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Rejection attacks everyone. I don't believe there is anyone anywhere who has not at some time been attacked by the devil with rejection. You are fortunate if you had parents who really knew God, knew the word of God and knew how to teach you, but your value apart from what you did and did apart, and apart from what other people thought of you, or if you have a kind personality that is not extremely sensitive, but you're able to cast your care upon the Lord and throw things off easier, that's also to your advantage. With these advantages, the devil's rejection attacks may have hurt you less severely than others, but there are a few people who fall into this category. Rejection by inheritance. Most people are were raised by parents who, although they did the best they could, already had a root of rejection in their lives. They didn't know what to do what to do except pass it on to their children. Most people don't know how to separate a person persons who from their due. A child spills a glass of milk and the parent says bad boy or bad girl. The child has no choice but to think every time they do something bad, they are bad. Many of us have done done that to our children. I know I did. Thank God I knew the word by the time I had my last child. So he wasn't so he hasn't spent his entire life hearing how bad the how entire life hearing how bad he is. We've been able to tell him what did what you did was bad, but you are good. Deep down inside you're wonderful. You are great and God will help you bring you past bring you out your best. We're committed to love you no matter what. It's great when parents instill in godly 
confidence in in their children. But not everybody is that fortunate. Most of the people we deal with in everyday life are people who have roots of rejection. Rejected people are trying to have relationships with other rejected people. Consequently, nobody is operating normally the way they should. And multitudes are continuing to be hurt. Hurt people hurt Hurting people hurt people. God's part and our part. When we are trying, busy trying to change someone, friends, family, even ourselves, God is not going to work. He works through faith, which is dependence upon Him in not works of the flesh which is independence he will not become involved until we get our hands off the situation and turn it over to him have you learned that you will frustrate yourself unbearably until you learn that they are not trying to do the work of the Holy Spirit you can't take on the job of making all the necessary changes in your life that's not your job it's the job of the Holy Spirit when we try to do God's word we don't make progress and we become frustrated and when we let God do his job in our lives we make progress and so we'll need to learn to do our part and let God do his part. Most of the time, however, we are busy trying to do God's part that we don't do our part. Our part is to believe. His part is to do. God wants to build his walls of protection around us, but as long as we are trying to do his job, as long as uh, we are trying to protect ourselves, God doesn't do it. As God's children, we do have don't have to labor our protect to protect ourselves. We should place our faith in His protection. If we continue trying to do it ourselves, we may find that we are not protected at all. We can't spend so much time trying to protect ourselves from the pain of rejection that we never build a healthy, loving, balanced relationship. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to tear down the wrong walls, then he can activate the protection of God that became available to us through salvation. I want to clarify something regarding God's protection. I'm not just telling you that if you trust God, you will never be rejected. Isaiah 53 verse 3 says, Jesus was despised and rejected of men. He was forsaken. I believe that Jesus endured. He endured for me. 
that any, oh that anything Jesus endured, he endured for me, either so I would never have to go through it or so I could go through it victoriously. We must look at both sides of those aspects of the work of the Christ, of Christ upon the cross. Sometimes I can pray and avoid rejection. Sometimes I can pray, and while I may still have to experience rejection, I can go through it victoriously without being devastated by it. Or So I think we would be better off to off to be off base to say that we can live your life without even being rejected again. Don't really think that that that's possible because rejection is a frequently used attack from the enemy. The devil loves to use rejection to keep people from feeling right about themselves and having victory. He also uses rejection to keep people from simply obeying God to keep them from going forward. Many people won't step out, may never get out of the boat, to, so to speak. They would love to walk on water but fear rejection keeps but fear of rejection keeps them in the boat all the lives um they protect themselves from the possibility of rejection or failure by always staying in safety zones god set wants to set us free from fear and help us when do when when people hurt you do you erect walls i know i do dave and i have gone have a good marriage when we've been married over 27 years we have four children but when dave hurts me i can feel it emotion i can feel it in my emotions God wants to teach us how to handle both situations his way and not our way um, <clears throat> by faith. Every time you sense a wall going up, you must choose to bring it down by faith. As God continues to reveal to you the walls of your life, you must bring each one of them down by faith let Jesus help us tear down the self-made walls so that he can become a wall of protection for us Hebrews 11 is called the the great faith chapter of the Bible in it we are told that the heroes of the Bible accomplished great things for God by faith. By faith Noah built an ark. By faith Abraham beloved God for 
believed God for a son. By faith, Sarah had the child in her old age. Hebrews 11, verse 30 says that by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. Everything was accomplished by faith. Faith acts on God's word and then sees. When a person gets hurt, right away his mind says, you're not going to hurt me again, and goes goes up a wall. I learned that when Dave got hurt, um, when Dave hurts me, I feel a wall go up. I love tearing, I know I have to tear that wall down by faith. I say, okay, God, I feel a wall going up. Please help me tear it down by faith. Instead of taking care of myself, I trust God to do it. Another thing I've discovered is that I cannot give and receive love as long as there's a wall between me and another individual. And since love is the key to all victorious Christianity, how can I know, how how can I flow in God's love if I have walls up around me. Why are wa- why are there walls? Because I was afraid of being hurt, but I finally realized that I was getting hurt anyway. Living behind walls is also painful. It if I let the walls down and Dave hurts me again next week, which he may. I still have had the opportunity and the freedom to give and receive love this week. If I live behind freedom, no, if I live behind walls, I'm hurting all the time. By If by faith I tear them down and open up to others, I may get hurt occasionally, but there is but that is better than living an isolated, lonely life all the time. Oh, when you have walls up, you are miserable. I it definitely takes a step of faith for you to let down those walls you've lived behind for so many years. But when you do, it will be a whole new way of living. You will be like a prisoner who has just pardoned from, who has been just pardoned from jail. You may not know quite how to act or as you come out of from behind those walls you'll have to take the chance on being hurt again I'm afraid you say the Bible says God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power 
and of love and of sound mind. So if you're keeping those walls up out of fear, you're not living God's way. Yes, taking down your walls may mean that you'll get hurt. But I have wonderful news. The healer, the comforter, lives on the inside of you if you're born again and he can heal your hurts. I have no promise that Dave will never hurt me again. There is no promise that my children will never hurt me again and that I won't hurt them. But there is a promise that some way, somehow, God will make make it all right if I place my trust in Him. Staying in a relationship, whether it be marriage, friendship, or dating relationship, keeping those walls up all the time is not God's way of relating. Isaiah 26, 1 says, In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. The Lord sets up salvation as walls and bulwarks. Um, A footnote in the Amplified Bible says the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, Read. Read. You, Lord, have been to me a strong wall. God wants us to be, God wants to be your wall. You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace. Whose mind, both its inclination and character, is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So trust the Lord, commit yourself to him, lean on him, hope confidently in him forever. For though the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages, Verses three through four. Wow. Do you know what? <clears throat> do you know what God is saying in these verses? Ask yourself: Do I have the peace that I should have as part of my covenant? If you want the peace, that peace, but are not experiencing it, perhaps it is because you are trying to take care of it yourself instead of letting God take care of you. Let some of those wrong walls come down through trusting God and then you'll receive his peace, even if you remain in the mindset of turmoil for a season while God is turning your situation around. Trusting Him brings peace in the mindset of the storm, in the midst of the storm. Sometimes we feel like 
God just forgets us and in the midst of our hurts. But this is a lie of the devil. Isaiah 49 verses 15 and 16 says, And the Lord answered, Can a woman forget her nursing child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yes, you may forget it. Yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have indelibly imprinted or tattooed a picture of you on the palm of each of my hands. O oh, Zion, your walls are constant, are continually before me. God is continually concerned about our protection. Not only can we trust him with our physical protection, but our emotional protection as well. Dave and I recognized that protection of God recently when we were out of town. We pulled into a drive-in restaurant, and Dave went inside to place our order. I was sitting in the car, minding my own business, when a car rammed into the back of our car. I was pretty... It was a pretty hard impact, but there was no damage to the car. A few minutes later, as we were preparing to pull out of the parking lot and into the traffic, another car zoomed in front of us and came within three hairs of hitting us. Thank God for the word. I, I said, I rebuke the spirit of accidents in the name of Jesus. I believe there are, there are certain powers and principalities over certain areas. Um, those close calls were attacks from the devil. You do not get hit going in and almost get hit going out. In both instances, God protected us. It's easy to understand God's physically physical protection. You can see God's hand in your life when you almost have an accident and miraculously it doesn't happen. But God wants us to go beyond what we can see with our natural eye and begin to believe Him for emotional protection. We can only receive God's emotional protection by faith. He wants us to use our faith and tear down those walls we have built up inside. <clears throat> Trust God for emotional protection. You say, well, I'm going to do this because this is, isn't in the Word. I love God. I'm going to... So I'm going to do it, but I'm so afraid. I understand how you feel, but it is important that you process through to victory. Just as you believe God for physical protection on a regular basis, you can start believing him to protect you emotionally. Don't wait until you're hurt or devastated to start believing 
Believe God for emotional protection on a regular basis. Every day when you go out among people, you can say, God, I am believing you to protect me emotionally. I am not going to have to have those walls up anymore. I'm trusting you to protect me from emotional rejection. If we're trusting God instead of living in fear, we won't have and we won't be devastated by rejection even when it comes. We'll hardly be affected by it at all. Doing don't go to work with your walls up. Don't dwell on thoughts like these people said this, so I'm not so I'm nothing anymore. Uh, I see them, but I'm going to act like I don't because I don't want to deal with their rejection. I'm going to get over there in a corner and eat lunch by myself because they reject my Christianity. Am I not going to ask, and I'm not going to ask them how they like my new hairdo because if they don't, I feel re- I'll feel rejected. Isn't that a pitiful way to live? God doesn't want you to live that way. You need to be able to come out of your house and say, I'm the king's kid. I am not like everybody else, but praise God, I'm me. And I'm going to walk out of this place today in faith. And I'm going out with out my walls. I'm believing I'm being brave. I'm believing God today. Believe me, this is going to take faith. It takes faith to say, I'm not going out without my walls and I'm trusting you, God. I'm going out in faith. I'm tearing my walls down by faith and I'm asking you, I'm asking for your walls to be activated in my life, but it's well worth the effort.